everybody to the jackal's head on this beautiful sunday night 10 p.m eastern time i'm coming to you all from my mother's basement deep down in the basement down deep almost hitting the gulf waters and i have with me on the line a good friend a gentleman that you might recognize mr jamie havican jamie say hello to the audience hello everyone welcome to the show a four-hour extravaganza tonight yes as everybody's aware now sunday nights on the jackal's head is four hours long and i'm still kind of getting over that glow from having stanton friedman on last night so excuse me if i'm a little bit extra happy today guys but that was an awesome 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 show i'm sorry jerry pippen not stanton friedman i said stanton friedman jerry pippen Last night. I'm still kind of getting over the glow Can't of having Jerry Pippen excited. on last <laughs> Oh, man. Jerry Pippen's awesome. I was yes. listening to the uh, to the recording of that episode from last night. And uh, what an awesome episode, man. He really is a cool guy. I'm, I'm definitely happy to, uh, to say that I could uh, maybe call him a friend now. Kind of. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. He's a good guy. 
And yes. uh, what, what many of us didn't know is that we're uh, we were also on his show while he was on our show. Oh, really? Yeah, and he has uh, the podcast posted up at his site, so that's pretty cool. He is the man. See, that's what I'm talking about. I didn't even know that was going on. Yep. That's how professional he is. Well, that was awesome, and I, and I look forward to having you know Jerry back on in the future and, and picking his brain a little bit more. It's cool to talk to people like him that has been in the business of radio for so long. I mean, he's seen everything in the radio industry in the last 30 years. Just about anything you could think of, he's seen it and done it. And whoever you could think of, he's probably spoken to them and interviewed them. So who else is better to talk to than a man like Jerry Pippen? Maybe Art Bell. That's about the only one who come close. But Jerry Pippen, yeah. I think, like you said, is far beyond, you know, more, I guess, higher up in the uh, rankings of uh, legend when it comes to the radio industry. So that was amazing. And I'm still glowing of really the last couple of weeks. I mean, just, just to bring the name back up, Stanton Friedman's interview of last week was also phenomenal. I mean, he is, you know, my favorite ufologist in the, in the, in the world. And when I say the world, I mean... The, the world. world, the world, the world. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, guys. So, also wanted to welcome uh, a new show to the uh, the Soup Media Network. As you guys might have been aware already in the chat room here, since we've been all uh, chatting up since God, I can't remember. But Dino's Juke Box or Juke Joint, I guess it's going to be good. Well, anything with joint in it is good with me. But Dino's <laughs> Juke Joint is going to be on the network now. Now, Dino's, of course, is a little uh, kind of uh, a pseudo name, I guess, for the character of the host running that show. But, of course, it's going to be none other than Mr. Dennis Crenshaw, who's hosting that show. And he's going to be playing blues music. That's awesome. So we're going to bring a little bit different flavor to the station here with Dennis Crenshaw's Dino's Juke Joints. That's pretty cool stuff. I'm a big blues fan, as some of you might know. I'm a big music fan myself, so it's good to have more music shows on here. Of course, I've been working diligently on the website, the uh, the new media website, the, the Soup Media Network website. And I uh, hope everybody likes it. If you guys have any criticisms, any comments, any concerns, uh, keep them to yourself. I don't want to hear it. Uh, you know, don't be a jerk. Just, you know, don't tell me anything. No, just kidding. Send them to me. Really, uh, anything anybody might come up with that might be constructive criticism uh, is always welcomed. So please, uh, you know, send it my way. You can email me at thejackalshead, all one word, at gmail.com. And please send away all, you know, comments and questions you might have about the new website. It's coming together pretty good, I think, though. Uh, Jamie, what do you think of the, the new site that we got going there? What's one for uh, Dino's Juke Joint? No, 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 no. The well, that one's coming oh, up pretty nice too. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I'm talking, I'm talking about the the Soup Media Network site. Yeah, looking very, very good. Looking professional. That's uh, the most important part. And uh, we're gonna put a lot of news stuff on there. So please bookmark that website. Now I'm, I, we are getting the URL. Uh, so just you know, so you guys know what it's gonna be. It's gonna be thesoupmedia.net. That's going to be the main URL that's just coming in the next couple days. So please write that down, bookmark that, and uh, keep looking at that website as much as possible because I'm going to put a lot of new stuff on there and uh, really pimp that website out. Now, we do have some news items that I wanted to get to before we continue on. We have a guest on tonight. Uh, actually, a gentleman who was on a couple nights ago on a call, uh, Chris 
and I'm going to butcher probably his last name, so let me look at it before I oh, say it. very easy. Corey. Corey. Christopher Corey, yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Can, uh, you know, hold on. Hold on. Okay. I'm breaking, you're breaking up a little bit there. Hold yeah, on. so are you. That's weird. We're, under, we're underwater. Oh, boy. All right, we're good again. Yes, we are. Weird. And it's, anyway, Christopher Corey, yeah, I just didn't, you know, short-term memory loss, dude, it happens. Didn't yeah. remember the Corey part, but, you know. But yeah, Christopher Corey, and I do remember, funny enough, the name of the show he's on, Mary Knows Best, that's on the Sci-Fi Channel. I uh, haven't really seen it, but you're a fan, you've seen it already, you say it's a good show? What's the show about? Oh, it's a yeah. reality TV show, right? Yeah, um, it, it just wrapped up its first season, it's a reality TV show, uh, his uh, mother is very psychic, Mary Ochino. And, uh, cool. you know, it's a family-based show. She runs her own uh, radio show on XM Radio uh, on uh, XM 155 channel and the radio channel 102 on XM Stars. So, uh, yeah, it's a great show. Very, very entertaining. Uh, Christopher Corey, he's a writer, a teacher, a researcher, a lecturer, an inspirational speaker, and so much more. We're going to learn about it. He's kind of like the, uh, you know, the, the show's focused on Mary, but a lot of people mm. say he's like the standout star on the show. Cool. And I, I, I agree. And, uh, well, I talked to the guy once only. He seems like a stand-up guy, so I'm sure he's a standout character. I have to see the show. I don't, you know, it's tough for me to sit down and watch TV these days. I've had a really tough time watching anything on TV. I usually watch it on, uh, on uh, Hulu.com. Is it showing Hulu yet? Hard to watch when you're underwater. Um, Damn it. I don't know. <laughs> that is hard to watch when you're underwater. <laughs> Hold on. Let me uh, see if uh, maybe I can close out some windows and that'll help the underwaterness. Is that, is that sounding better now to you guys? Or does yeah. it still sound like I'm deep below the no, ocean? You sound, you sound good now. Yeah, oh, I, I try weird. to catch shows live, but I have Comcast in the, the digital cable so i can basically go back to whatever show any show and watch it it's they're there it's not like i have to watch them when they come on but you know usually they uh replay them on sci-fi so uh factor fake paranormal files comes on right after mary knows best that's another great show that started this year yeah and, another one i got uh, on my list to watch and, which and, I still and we have to ask chris about this tonight he got his, his, he got his back waxed on the show Oh the other night. man, he uh, he was uh, he was he was working out, and his sister said, "Wow, you got a hairy back." Well, uh, you know, he went and they waxed his whole back. <laughs> oh, geez, I thought he had lost the bet there for a second. That's man, that's got to be painful. Yeah, ah, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know how women do it—the whole waxing. No, me either. Uh, I've never tried it, but I'm sure it hurts. Yeah, well, think about I'd it. I'd have to ask him if it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, every, every time somebody says anything about waxing your body, I think of the 40-year-old virgin, that scene. Oh, and yeah. Th that rings so true, because I can imagine it hurting that much. Yeah, that is epic. What, what was he saying? He was saying, like... Uh, all kinds of stuff. Yeah, who yeah, knows what he was saying. Crazy <laughs> stuff. He said all kinds of craziness. But, guys, we do have a couple of news items before we do get to uh, Mr. Chris Corey, who's going to be with us shortly and, here. And a song. And, and a song. Yep. We have a song. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we do have a song. song. Short-term memory loss again. Damn it. Yes, we do have a song, guys, and it's a funny song. But funny. Before, before that, I do also want to say that yesterday something cool was going on. I don't know if, if you're into sports at all, Jamie. Oh, yeah. 
But yesterday, you know, two of my heroes growing up got inducted into the uh, Football Hall of Fame, which is really, really awesome. Jerry Rice and Rice. Emmett Smith yep. both made it into the Hall of Fame yesterday. Now, I've been a big fan of Jerry Rice since I was a little kid. Remember, Same I grew up in California, him. and San Francisco 49ers were my favorite team. I still have some of the banners uh, from when I was a kid, believe it or not, at my house. So I'm a huge Jerry Rice fan. He's probably the greatest football oh, yeah. player to ever play the game. Period. I mean, athletic-wise, there's not going to be anybody who can even touch Jerry Rice. And mm-hmm. Emmett Smith, you know, what can be said about Emmett Smith that hasn't been said already? The guy is a back. phenomenal running back. Yeah. Best ever, probably. In fact, it, it was funny. I was listening to a talk show about this very subject, how a lot of the teams nowadays have two or three running backs. So the days of having that single running back like an Emmett Smith, those days are gone. You're never going to see another running back quite like Emmett Smith again. He was the last of his breed, in a sense, and the best of, of that breed of running back. And it's a shame because a lot of it is a little more watered down. But I guess for health reasons, it's a little bit safer because now guys can play a little bit longer and not take the abuse. You know, since yeah. there was a single running back before, he took all the abuse on the team. In fact, that's why Ricky Williams left the Dolphins a couple of years ago because he got fed up with being the, the, the single running back on the team and said, screw this, man. I'm going to go smoke some pot down in the islands and forget about this running back business. Of course, you know, when they told um, him, hey, Ricky, you're going to have to give back the $10 million we paid you, he forgot about the pot and got back in gear, but they gave him another running back. So now he has a running back next to him that could, you know, bring a good game also, and that's why I think Ricky Williams is doing good. But Emmitt Smith, Jerry Reisman, legendary figures in the Hall of Fame, well-deserved. And uh, you were going to say something there, Jamie? I yeah. cut you off. Sorry about that. Um, uh, this season's going to be good to watch the Bengals because they now have uh, T.O. Yes. and Ocho Cinco together. It's like a. Have you seen those two uh, in, in, on ESPN interviewing yeah. together? They're like, yeah. they look married like a married twins. couple. It's yeah, they're like <laughs> twins or a married couple or something. That is going to be exciting football. I mean, if they don't get to the to the playoffs this year with those two as you know wide receivers, dismantle that whole team and just break it apart. Because I mean, that's that's a good good team. They deserve to at least get far in the playoffs this year with the team yeah. they've put together. Of course, Buffalo was upset last year with. You know, bringing Terrell Owens in, they thought they were going to at least the playoffs, but hey, stuff happens. Yeah, but Buffalo didn't have the team that the Bengals have this year. I mean, no. defensively, offensively, the Bengals are loaded. Great quarterback, you know, great offensive line. I mean, Buffalo, their biggest weakness was, I think, their offensive line last year, honestly. And T.O. was really the main receiver they were using. I mean, the other receivers weren't really... You know, that great. And, of course, he is known for dropping a few passes now and then, so if he's the only <laughs> option you have, guess what? That's not a good idea. Now, putting him with Ocho Cinco, who has fucking he has glue on his hands. He'll catch anything. I mean, that's a great pair. I mean, right, right there, now you have a tandem that can really go places. So it is going to be exciting to see the uh, Bengals play this year. Not so much for the Miami Dolphins. Man, another see. horrible offseason. Yep, T.O. had six touchdowns last year in Buffalo. Yeah, Miami, uh, the good old days of the Dan Marino era have gone. been gone for a long time. Gone, 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 gone. And doesn't look like it's getting any better, man. They, they let Justin Taylor go, and it's I don't not know good. if I told you, but uh, where I grew up, well, I grew up right across the street from uh, the Dolphins training camp in Davie, Florida. And, uh, you know, I used to be able to get their autographs when they'd leave and get into their Rolls Royces and Mercedes and stuff. So it's pretty cool. Oh, man, yeah, you told me about that. That's uh, back in the day when you were pimping. Yes. Yes. 
back in the days. Speaking of pimping, uh, and this is pretty pimping here. Check this out. I don't know if you are aware of this, but now report, this report just came out on the 6th of August, okay? Saying that medical marijuana is now allowed in airports. Nice. Yes. And I'm going to read the report. It says, medical marijuana is now allowed in airport terminals, reports Heidi Milai at the uh, NBCMontana.com. Patients have reported no problems as they boarded and carry on luggage that carried cannabis. And uh, under the new Transportation Safety Administration regulations, Melly reports that authorized patients are allowed to fly with medical cannabis and even change planes in states where it's illegal. Now, TSA officials told Mealy that the state laws uh, supersede what the agency would do in the, in the aviation sector, and it would also be up to local law enforcement officials to determine their course of action based on whatever that person was trying to bring aboard the aircraft, of course. So, you know, if they have medical marijuana license, they're going to be able to carry on a little bit of marijuana. Now, now, don't try to go over there with like a pound of weed, guys. And try to get through the airport. Because <laughs> they're going to put your ass in jail. But that's pretty cool. We're coming a long way from just uh, a few years ago. They don't, you know, if they caught you with weed in the airport, your ass was in the slammer. Hell, a few weeks ago, a few days ago, your ass would be in the slammer. To now being able to, you know, have medical marijuana users bring their cannabis with them. I'm telling you, we're not that far off from legalizing it, I think. And I think it's going to be not a government thing. I think the states are going to determine the legalization of cannabis use so all yeah. you pothead fans out there right things are looking right up to your governor right to your governor yes yes, yes. <coughs> guess, just starting uh, with schwarzenegger by the way he's a notorious smoker yeah well he's awesome. already legalized it so i got exactly. some crazy uh ufo news to talk about for a second uh cool a ufo investigator is terrorized by real men in black and he has video to go along with this uh, this is coming hmm. from Michael Cohan at All News Web. Jeff Gonzalez is a tireless worker for exposing UFO secrets and the reality in the state of California. Uh, he's the president and founder of the Sanger Paranormal Society. Uh, according to the group's website, the society is trained in the latest infrared cameras and sound equipment with a member with a member having psychic abilities. We will investigate anything paranormal, UFO, Bigfoot, catamulations, chupacabras, and even if you witness something you cannot explain. Uh, consider us the X-Files of the um, Valley. Jeff is also ah. the state director for MUFON, the world's most established UFO thing. Let me see here what it says. Jeff believes he has encountered the real-life men in black uh, spookily watching him. Spookily? Uh, let's see. Spookily. Yeah, that's what it says. Spookily watching Spookily. him from a distance. <laughs> that's what it says. This guy, Jeff Gonzalez, uh, believes he's encountered real men in black or MIBs. Spookily watching him from a distance. Uh, recently, while investigating a UFO, uh, it is believed that... Uh, the government continues to do all it can to suppress the truth regarding uh, UFO and alien visitations. It has been confirmed that the MIB is a secret service dedicated to keep a lid on the UFO issue. And uh, they have harassed whistleblowers and researchers who might reveal secrets. 
Some researchers allege that whistleblowers have even had have died over this issue. Inside sources now claim the aliens themselves want their presence revealed and are pressuring the U.S. administration uh, to present them directly. How long will the world leaders resist this pressure? Now, there's a video of the men in black actually uh, following him. It's like a UFO in Fresno, and then he... And part of the video, it shows men in black watching him. At least that's what it says. Huh. And you posted the link in the uh, chat room here? Let's see. Yep. I'll post it back in there again. Yeah, do that. Yeah, sorry about that, guys. We lost audio for a second there. I don't know exactly what happened, but we had a, I guess, a glitch in the Matrix. Either that or they didn't want the marijuana news to go on air, so they tried to stop it, but got to it a little too late. Ha, Maybe that was weird. it, yeah. That's that's what it was. Here, I got another news item for you. I don't know if uh, if you saw this one. You might actually have read this. You know, I got the uh, temporary memory loss. So if you have, forgive me. Uh, but have you read about the Jesus images crop uh, crop circles? No, I've not. They just popped up. You haven't uh, read this at all on your show. Jesus nope. image crops up beside motorway. Religious images spotted in field by the M4. I'm gonna post this in the chat room. Check this out, everybody. This is uh, pretty interesting, this uh, formation. It says your drivers speed along, the, uh, speed along one of Britain's busiest motorways, completely oblivious to the holy presence that surrounds them. For two crop circles depicting the face of Jesus Christ have appeared on either side of the M4 near Hungerford in Berkshire. The two almost identical circles, both 250 in diameter, 50, 250 feet in diameter, seems to portray Jesus Christ in an image resembling the world's famous Shroud of Turin. And you can see the two big-ass wow. pictures there. And it continues down. It says, the two crop circles uh, in the field of wheat, either side of the M4 near Hungerford, Berkshire, both resemble the Jesus Christ Shroud of Turin. Scroll down a little bit more. It says, the Shroud of Turin is believed by many to be the cloth used to cover Christ at the time of his burial, and the face on the shroud is believed to be the face of Jesus himself. Now, crop circle experts Karen Alexander said, these circles are, are causing quite a stir in the crop circle community. The last time a face appeared at a crop circle was in 2002, when an alien face appeared in a Sparschult, what's that word, Sparschult in Hampshire. Man, those are tough words. Farmers whose land is used to make these circles worry that they may be inundated with visitors seeking a religious experience. But with the Harvest Festival approaching, they may regard the crop circles as actually a good omen. You know, hmm. uh, looking at it at first, it didn't look like it at all. But if you really sit there and look like look at it, you can see what they're talking kind of. about. And uh, speaking of the Shroud of Torn, it's going to be one of the main subjects uh, on Inception Radio the 13th. Yes, that's, that's actually why I thought you might have. Uh, that's why I thought you might have talked about it because I know you said something about the Shroud of Turin um, being on you know part of the Inception kickoff. That's cool episode. I'm gonna have but to this save is, this and bring it up. Yeah, save this. This is uh, interesting. Of course, this also brings back the question because you know they actually say here that the last time a face appeared was that of an alien being. Does this uh, kind of bring up a question of uh, Jesus perhaps being an alien himself? Maybe? Is that what the second coming is all about? That the alien is coming back? 
Got me. Was G- was Jesus an Anunnaki? Who knows? Who knows? We're going to go and take a little break here, guys, for a few minutes. And uh, we're going to come back with our guest of the night, Mr. Chris Corey. Actor in TV reality show, Mary Knows Best on the Sci-Fi Channel. So please stick around on the Jackal's Head as we interview Mr. Corey from Mary Knows Best. And keep that crop circle in mind. Keep it in your mind next time you do some evil deed. Jesus could be watching from the heavens. Hello, I'm Dr. Greenstuff. Have you ever had the problem of running out of weed and just can't find some anywhere? Well, try my Dr. Green Thumb Grow Tips. I'll show you how to grow inside and out, from seed to clone, and the best homegrown. And if you're afraid of those pesky pork choppers in the sky, no worries, we'll fix them too. With one of our Dr. Green Thumb Sizzling Screens to block the nosy pig's vision. Don't believe me? Just ask one of my many satisfied clients here, Jed Sanders, how well it works. Hello, my name is Jed, and I'm a farmer, and I've been growing marijuana for about 20 years. And uh, uh, with Dr. Green Thumb Sizzling Screen, I don't have to point my shotgun at them pesky porkers no more. Thanks, Dr. Green. You're the shit. Yes, Dr. Green Thumb's got it all. I guarantee it. Try my book, and you'll have the chronic in no time. Dial 1-800-713-GROW. That's one eight hundred seven one three G R O W. Hello, Doctor Green Thumb. Paging Doctor Green Thumb. Like it said, ain't no place to hide out. I don't wanna buy. 
green thumb The scientific old mystic old one Growing my crop with the rays of the sun Come on, come on and see how it's done If you see the pigs, there's no need to run Cause some of these pigs are down with green thumb But you never know what be the outcome You see the photo in the album The weed is going like my erection Look, I never told you where I was from Some call me rubber, but I'm Dr. Green Thumb We're back live here on the Jackal's Head on the Soup Media Network. And we're live until 2 in the morning. That's right. We have a long show tonight, guys. We have Mr. Chris Corey on the line with us. Chris, welcome to the show. How are you doing, sir? Hi, guys. How are you tonight? Great to be with you. Thanks. We're doing it's good. A, it's an honor to have you here. Chris, of course, like we said earlier, is from the TV show Mary Knows Best on the Sci-Fi Channel. He blessed us by calling us the other day, and uh, you know, here he's back talking with us a little bit about the show and uh, talk about a lot of the other stuff. We have some time here, so we're going to get into some very good conversation tonight with Chris yep. Corey. But first, before we do get into deep conversation with Chris Corey, we have a little audio clip that we want to play for Chris and get right. his input well, it's not on really this audio. Well, it's for him. It's for everybody. Well, um, it is for everybody. I wanna I wanna plug it first. Uh, it, it, this comes from our our friend over at YouTube, Disco Sean Twenty One, and his yes. name is spelled S E A N. Disco Sean Twenty One. He does comedy. He's very funny, and here's his remake of uh, Gnarls Barkley's song. Here we go. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
right, all right, that's enough. That's enough for that, yeah. Anyway, anyway, I just want to tell people this guy is the funniest guy on YouTube. He does things called the racist test where he, he's a black guy. He dresses up in a Ku Klux Klan outfit, and he goes on chat roulette. And he gets people to say white power, and then he shows them that he's black, and it's kind of funny. So check him out. It's, Disco it's Sean. hilarious, actually. <laughs> Disco Sean 21 on YouTube. YouTube.com forward slash Disco Sean 21. He's hilarious. He really is. He's really funny. But anyway, on with the show tonight, guys. Chris Corey from Mary Knows Best is on with us. Uh, yep, again, he- Chris. He's going to be speaking. Uh, he's going to be speaking at the second annual UFO festival in Exeter, New Hampshire. Is that on the fourth of September, Chris? Yes, it yeah, is. Thanks. The, I'm, speaking with Ron Mil- I'm speaking with Ron Millione of uh, you know, of the uh, History Channel UFO hunters, and he and I he and I have kind of teamed up on investigations, and uh, we are we're talking together on the on on a on a, on a topic of. Uh, of the UFOs within Exeter in 1965, we're re, we're re- revisiting some new uh, some new issues, and uh, it's a good opportunity to get out there and talk to people and meet fellow kookies like me, you know, and uh, <laughs> you know, and just you know, and just really absorb the experience. And this is this is my world, and I'm I'm gonna live it. Yeah, that's great. I wish I was up in that area. They don't have too many conferences down here. We have one coming up in August here, but that's about it. And uh, you know, Florida is really famous for Gulf Breeze, so and that's very far away from where we're at, at least. Oh yeah, so. yeah. That's cool. It's cool that you're up in that area. There's a lot of stuff going on around. Yeah. It's like a well, metropolitan area where you can just go anywhere there. Well, you know, I as the as the weather gets uh, colder over here, I'll be moving where the weather needs is getting warmer. So. That's how. That's what's going to pretty much dictate my life. Nice. Yeah, I was. I was uh, thinking of following the fall around the world. If I was rich, I would just follow it wherever it goes. As long as you're rich at heart, you can do that. <laughs> you can do that every day. Yes. Yeah, but it's that, a lot nicer when you have actual money. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, you know what? Right, I know. I know. <laughs> you know they. You know they say money doesn't buy you everything, but. Damn, it sure does buy a lot. Let me tell you, you know, it really it does. does. <laughs> Chris, let me ask you, uh, how did you get involved uh, with paranormal uh, investigation, with the paranormal in general? Well, when I was a kid, I was I was always very inquisitive. And uh, <clears throat> being a person, I was always a, always a bibliophile, too. So I would spend my days in libraries and literally read book after book after book until I had read you know every every book in the in the in the in the section and i would do that every place i moved and um paranormal fortunately for me was the topic because i grew up that world you know I, there was always ghosts in my house my mom was always mm. doing readings and having séances and playing with the ouija which she should never have done i can't believe she did <laughs> yeah <laughs> we've but, all we've know, all done that once or twice yes <laughs> at and, least and, yeah and you, I'm smart, and then you know, then you forget and tell everybody, "Don't ever touch it." Yep. You know, but that's that's why you know. So I, I had to learn, and so as you get more, as you get more uh, knowledge, what like we think is knowledge, right? Yeah. As we get more of that, 
I get more inquisitive, and I knew that I was different because I, I, was, I was bold about it. I would ask questions. I, I had no problem challenging what people had, you know, said or, or what, you know, or, or hauntings or whatever because, come on, I'm like, look, why? I, I, I just, to me, paranormal was always my life. So what are you getting all crazy about? And, you know, why, it's just so, okay, big deal. Something fell off the wall or so what a, pa a painting, you know, not got knocked down. Big deal. These things happen. Let's, how, how do you move beyond it? How do you learn from it? And how do you under begin to understand that we're all multidimensional creatures? So everywhere I, everywhere I went, I didn't just do investigations. I would teach about the paranormal. I would, I would make it normal. So I would take the fear factor away. Now, did you did you get uh, did you get the the gift your mother has passed down to you? In many aspects, yes. But what I don't I, I don't ever push it, and yeah. never will, only because it's mine. Mm -hmm. And I don't. And uh, and for everyone who anyone who knows that who does this in their lives understands what I mean. And. It's uh, it's it's not something that you want to keep. I don't want to give that to people. That's uh, not because it's selfish. Because I want you to think for yourself, darn it. Yeah. And you know who cares what I say? I'm just a guy, just like you. And and so what? I can I can see some things, but you know what? Everyone can see everything as long as you have eyes for it. Yeah. You know. And, well, here, uh, let me ask you, Chris. What what are some of the gifts that that you actually have? Uh, that is related, like to the ones your mother have. Well, I, I I definitely have I have my mediumistic tendencies. It happens all the time, and uh, but I use it just for me, and okay. I and I I have made a lot of predictions and stuff like that, and and Claire you know Claire sentient Claire uh, audience Clairvoyance. all that stuff. Yeah, all that stuff. It's just, but uh, I don't I don't I don't ever try to uh, like heal anybody or anything like that I'm, I'm an empath and and i don't want i don't want your energy you know so <laughs> i got you <laughs> so, I, uh, I don't blame you some, some people's energy is not worth uh collecting or even helping yeah no you know but. what i i do i, I if it, when it's great people you know what it's like when you're in a group of yeah. great people the, the energy is amazing but when you got yes. that one person that and they, they, you always seem to get drawn to it because you're the empath, and they they know instinctively that you're the person that they can get the biggest effect from. So, you know, it's it's a, always a tough situation, and uh, I I choose to to pull back. Chris, how That's did your uh, how did your life change the first day the show aired? Uh, not much, really. Really. Yeah, I don't. I, I'm I'm a guy who uh, I I I keep it real all the time, and I, that's the way I write. That's the way I live. And the day afterwards, I went up. I went I went back upstate, and uh, and I needed to be in the nature and around the surround surrounded by trees, and remembered that I'm just a guy and had a had a extraordinary circumstance where he was able to do some great things and experience things that people don't normally get to experience and then I let it go and I'm and I'm and I move to the next step. 
Yeah, I have to say your mom is very impressive with her abilities. I mean, that's amazing. Is it is it true in the way the show portrays her? Is she Mom's really that absolutely. accurate? You know what? She is that accurate and more. It's scary how accurate she is. Tell me yeah, some of the predictions that uh, that she's done on the show so far. Because remember, uh, this, I'm new to the show, so I'm gonna now start watching. Yeah, he's never. I don't, I don't, but, I don't know of the exact predictions that she says on the show, but they're they're everything everything that she says. Ha- is validated by science mm. up to some degree, and and uh, and it's very fortunate that she was able to have the cameras on her. And I was it was I wish they would have done that a little bit more, you know. Yeah. And and you know the that's just that's something that can be re- corrected in the future, though. So, <clears throat> but it was that's that's what the sort of thing she does. She would go into places and tell. Um, you know what's her impression of uh, what was there before past life things and you know help people move on. Yeah. So she really got into all that stuff, and uh, it was it was it was great to see. It was great to see. I'll tell you one thing: the show actually uh, uh, taught me was what she said about synchronicities. Uh, mm-hmm. That that the more synchronicities you have, that that means you're in your part of life. That means you're where you're supposed to be. And I've I never heard that before, but well, you uh, know what? I lived that. Yeah, and and only only I'm possibly because I grew up with her saying it, right? So, you know, I, I synchronicities is is just, it's, a, it's simply if you are if you live a conscious life, that means self-aware. You are aware of every one of your actions, great and small. Then, mm. then there the each. Synchronicity is just another action that needs to right. happen according to what you see. It's all just a game you're playing, so it's no longer just a synchronicity. It's, it's just that's just the word that people use when they try to delve into this stuff a little bit. But it's called just living a conscious life. Hey Chris, and how did you guys? Uh, how did you? How did you folks uh, get hooked up with the Sci-Fi Network? If you don't mind me asking. Well, uh, to tell you the truth, it was we were doing a show on my mother's on Angels on Call on on the Sirius uh, Sirius XM stars one hundred two and one fifty five, and people at Atlas Media heard the show, and the and the the and the the, the, the gentleman's name is Bruce. He's the president of the company. His wife heard and let her know about this family of psychics and stuff like that and listen to them and and then they came to us and with an idea and then then sci-fi came and then there and that the rest is history it was that simple huh damn it it was hey. that I, you know what i i said a lot in a very short i said a little bit in, but it it they, i mean they must have been blown away with with your mom and the family and everything there's, there was so much drama in between. It's yeah. just crazy, you know. Yeah. Oh, really? And I, I don't want to relive it. <laughs> <laughs> well, the reason I ask is I know that I know sci-fi for them to put their name on a reality show, uh, that means they really were blown away by the content. So I'm, you yeah. know, intrigued they, now. They really by NBC too. They, they yeah, were. I they, mean, they, that they, normally they doesn't happen. A lot of promise. They, you know, they. Uh, I like. I like working with sci-fi. I like yeah. working with the executives. Uh, his name. One of the guys. It was Rick Tellis? He was a great guy. He yes, understood yeah. us and and tried and tried tried really hard to make things happen for us. 
under, under extraordinary circumstances. And then we had one of our, you know, executive producers, Chad Grulock. He really, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a kindred spirit, you know. He's a guy who understood me. I understood his process. So it was really nice to work with people who get you, you know. Yeah, Chris, you're in good you hands over there. Sci-Fi is a good channel to be on. Go, go ahead, Jamie. Yeah, I'm uh, great. I was just going to ask him if uh, he could talk a little bit about the Exeter uh, incident, the UFO incident, because this is another... Another incident within UFOlogy that still really doesn't get much publicity, unlike publicity, uh, other yeah. other big cases. Like you know, but uh, I, I understand where you're gonna go with this, but I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> give you my, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you my angle, go ahead. and and see now what I'm what I'm going to be to Ron, and I don't even know if he knows this yet, but this is how I roll. I I like to I want to present a different way of thinking. Whenever I'm talking about a, on a on a topic, so if, if you know Ron going to discuss the whole the polemics and procedures behind a, a specific uh, um, uh, occurrence or or incident or whatever you want to call it, I want to be the guy who looks at it from an unbiased point of view. I understand how, how it all worked, but I I want to know why. And I will also want to know, not just that let's just study this one particular place and time, <clears throat> but to know where is this leading? And, I, and my job is to point out those questions in each and every one of these cases. Because everything has a beginning, middle, and end. And Very we sure, can see, we see the future if we allow it every day. So let's, where is this leading? Where, do you, where, is the, where does the future predict for this particular thing? And let's get over it already. That was our oh, awkward enough. moment of silence. That was the awkward <laughs> moment. No, nobody wanted to jump in and ask something there. That's funny. Here, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in and I'm gonna ask Chris something here. You know, we were just we were just reading a story earlier, Chris, and I wanted to get your input on this about uh, a cro a crop circle uh, that shows Jesus Christ's face on it. Have you seen the story? <laughs> Who did it? Uh, that's well, like that's a, a great question. <laughs> that's the best question there, but Ohio, right? No, this is actually uh, not from Ohio. This is uh, from overseas, from the UK. Uh, it, now, this was posted over on, uh, let me get the website here again. Let's see, where the heck did I put it here? It's from the Daily Mail, and it was posted through Open Minds TV. I'm going to post the uh, link here. It says, Jesus image crop circles besides mortuary uh, religious images spotted in fields by M4. And this is from Berkshire. Now, it's a 250 foot in diameter face of christ all right let's, let's check this out it's supposed to look like the shroud of torin um yeah oh you know what i oh yeah i saw this a couple days ago did you let me ask you what are your thoughts on something like yes, this yes i saw you think this a couple days ago I mean, when you, when you you have to juxtapose them or lay oh no you have to lay them on top of each other right it, all right right i saw this i right. saw this i I, uh, I think that's pretty you know what? That was pretty impressive, to tell you the truth. Yeah. <laughs> you I mean, do you think, do, but, do you but, think if, the, if this is aliens, you think they're trying to tell us something with uh, with this that image? Didn't look like, <laughs> that didn't look like the Shroud of Tauron to, to, to me. That looked like, a, you know, when you put that on top of each other, that kind of had like an alien look to it. Yeah. And, it's, didn't it? Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. The photos we have, we have three separate ones, but one of them in particular, you can kind of 
see where it could look like Jesus in the Shroud of Torn, but uh, yeah, it's definitely weird. What kind of energy uh, do you think may make up these kind of things? Some people think they're Earth energies, or oh boy, you know, geez, there's <laughs> we we don't know. I mean, there's who are we to That's say? That's a million dollar question, there, Jamie. <laughs> yeah, I know, but uh, you know, I thought maybe you'd have some some insight I love on it. Like that, I I really love questions like that because. Every, we all have an answer that's valid, you know, yeah, and uh, and it's whatever because there really is no definitive truth to these things mm-hmm. until we're able to get beyond the wow of saying, oh my God, look at that other, oh what a great new, oh uh, you, a crop circle, and I, you know what I appreciate that for the art, the chem, what that took to do that, but why? I mean, what does what does this all mean? They're telling us something, obviously, mm-hmm. but what? And who's going to decode this one? You know, and who's working on the primer? Darn it! Yep, uh, I'm still I'm still waiting to see them decode the one with uh, the Errol Siebel message that you know was a few years back. I don't know. Do you remember that one, Jamie? The one that showed the actual Errol Siebel reply from yeah. the one we sent out in the '70s in the Signal. Yes. Yep. And they had actually replied back. We sent uh, I forget what it was called. Uh, you know, but we sent a message out in space with records and yep. all lang- a few languages and where we're at right, the solar right. system. And they replied and back. And gosh darn it, they replied back. And in place, uh-huh. you know, when we sent when we sent our signal out, of course, we sent them with our DNA structure, the way that our you know planet looks, kind of like the molecules and all that, all the building blocks of life here, and even the kind of telescope or kind of instrument we used to beam the signal into space. Yeah. The reply back had everything that they used to send the signal into space. It had their molecule, their structure. It even had a little gray-looking being as part of the the diagram. Pretty cool. amazing. If, yeah. if that's faked, uh, I'm, you know, my hat's off to whoever created that thing because, really, that's ingenious. Yeah, it's hard because they use quasars to actually, uh, you know, for the aliens to be able to find us, they would have to look at the three quasars that are close to us and find Earth. Yep. But, uh, yeah, that was an amazing crop circle. I want to ask Chris uh, about the Mother Tree Foundation because it looks like he's doing mm. some great work here, and I'd like yeah. to ask well, thank, him about that. You. Thanks for bringing that up. That the Mother Tree Foundation, actually, it started off as a a thought for a uh, an animated uh, movie series, children's movie series that I wrote about two and a half years ago when I, while walking in the woods with my little boy Tommy, and and the Mother Tree represented that that we need to stand up and think for ourselves once and for all. That was the more that's the moral behind the story. And it turned into, eventually, the name of a foundation that I started with a group of friends of mine that I've known since college 20 years now. And, and um, it is basically where, where I'm, what I'm trying to do is get 1,000 acres in Sullivan County, New York, and I'm building a healing and learning center that is based on objectivity, based on unbiased learning on developing the mind to its fullest capabilities with no agendas and and to teach you know to truly learn where we can take the mind if we allow and uh, so but with, with all that I do in the seminars that I that I that I give and lectures that I give a portion of what I got what I make goes towards the mother tree foundation where our council decides each year to donate towards children's 
um, children's programs uh, for disabled children, for any children in, in need, really, and for uh, nature programs, specifically local, uh, local nature programs, teaching kids how to take care of the gardens in their own backyard so that, you know, hmm. and that sort of stuff. And literacy programs, you know, teach, making sure that our children are, can still read out there. Yeah, that's very important. That's cool yeah, that you're be, doing that. Yeah, you'd be amazed how well, many children you. in it, this country don't, it's, don't know how to read. That's an... it, to, me, to me, it was really important going into this world mm. that I'm moving in now with something solid to hold on to and, and, a, and, a, and, a, and a good reason to, um, to just to make sure that there's, there's a purpose behind it all, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um. How did your how did your mom go about getting on uh, XM radio? Was she doing uh, you know uh, psychic radio for a while before XM or did they yeah you know what fun? she did she had a show on Lime on Lime Network on it was on Sirius but it was on the Lime Network on Sirius mm -hmm. and she had done that she built it from nothing and all of a sudden was the number one show on Lime and then. She changed over to to Sirius when they you know they saw the they saw the potentiality of a show, and then she again you know went against everything and became one of the top shows if not the top show on Sirius now. Yeah. So, you know, uh, my my mom really knows how to how to how to wow them only because she's just you know we, we as a family we tell the truth. Good, bad, or otherwise, as as we see it, you know, and 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 there's no there's no lying behind us. You know, I I seen something weird on YouTube. I was uh, I don't know what I was searching for. I think I was searching for uh, something about the show, and I found a video of your your guys's neighbor. They were oh, they God, were, they were like uh, filming you guys it's, it's, while you guys were filming and saying you know just <laughs> hating on you guys. I mean they were they're nosy neighbors just filming. Look at him. I'm gonna I'm gonna be very honest. Are you kidding, Jamie? I'm, I'm not kidding. I, you know, they, I, I, the first first day I, I I didn't reveal this to anybody. You guys are getting a scoop. The the first day I was there at the house. This guy comes up to me, and I'm just sweeping up that dock because I like to, to, to exercise on the clean dock. And, and he comes up to me, and, he's, and, he's, and he th basically threatens me. that It says that if, he, if I don't uh, leave there, or th they may be a brick through my window. I was like, are you <laughs> kidding me? And I said, I said, sir, you know, I mean, I, I'm, this is, I, I love the island. This is where I'm from. I know, I, I, tell me the rules, and then we'll pay, we'll, you know. We'll play along. We understand that this is your your, your uh, neighborhood, and so it was really weird being there. We actually had to have security and everything. Wow! And uh, yeah, That's crazy. And they, they, they they did not make it comfortable, and they they keep on they kept on trying to put us off as some weird family, but they came off as the ones that were pretty weird in the end. I thought. Yeah, it was funny because they're like, nosy. look at. Uh, I, th I think the, that you and the, your kid were, I don't know, playing like football or something. And yeah, like, I was just teaching my kid football yeah. drill. Yeah, and then uh, then your mom walks over and they're like, oh my god, here she comes. You know. That, that <laughs> yeah, like, I saw that. I mean, and, and we we have all had neighbors like that, the kind of neighbors that just just want to know all about your business. They're always watching you. You know, I and I thought that she was Sadly, the, the woman yeah. who was. 
I saw her doing it. I'm like, what am I gonna do? You know, I'm just, I'm teaching my kid, I, and I'm, I'm not gonna take away from the, the good, the, 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 the moment that we were having. So I just, let, I just paid her no mind. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? As long as it doesn't get stupid. What are you gonna, what are you gonna do? do? It's her yard, yeah. you know. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Still, that's pretty funny, <laughs> you know. Yeah, it was. It was definitely. It was definitely. It made the experience different. <laughs> I have to say, uh, your uncle's quite the character too. Oh, Uncle Charlie's really. Oh, yeah. He's a he's a great guy. You you know you you just he's the guy you want to hang out with all the time. Yeah. Because he he's always got a great story, and he wants you to listen to this music. Dragging down to the basement. Come here, come here, Chris. Let me. You got to listen to this new music I just wrote. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I just drove five hours. He's like, no, no, no. Just come down. We'll get the coffee later, and you got to listen to this music. So, he's a great guy to hang out with, and uh, he's always been a guy I could be me, and uh, and he would just listen. He goes, I know, Chris. I know you're you're a kook, brother, but you're really fun to listen to. <laughs> how great is how great is that, Chris? That you're you're working on this TV show with your family. How great is that to be able to share this with your family? I um, you know what? It's 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 an honor that we get yeah. to to do this. Only I'm saying this because we were really real. That's who we were. That yes, we were edited, right. but that's you know. I mean, come on, they have to do a job too, you know. But that's who we were. There was no script. There was nothing. It was just us being us and. And uh, and there were times I never even knew the cameras were there. I I just like the first day I started, I said, you know what? Forget it. I could care less. You guys are going to be there nonetheless, so I'm going to be the way I am nonetheless. And um, and I, I said, you know, if anything, I'm not. You know, I can't worry about. Oh, yeah. I think we dropped uh, Chris there. No, he's still there. Yeah. You still there, Chris? And he's his signal is at least. Uh, um, but creepy. anyway, I, I'd like to. Yeah, oh, yeah no, there, there he's goes. gone there. Yeah. Okay. Well, but, we'll, pick uh, him, we'll pick him back up on again here. Go ahead, Jamie. No, I was just gonna. Now I even forgot what I was gonna say. But uh, yeah, go yeah, ahead. Sure, it's our memory loss. Yeah, I feel you, brother. That happens to me too. But you know, I was gonna ask him uh, a little bit, you know, more in depth about the family issue. I hope he gets uh, back on with us here. Let's do this. Let's take a little uh, commercial break, and uh, we'll try to get him back on. And when we come back, we'll continue talking to Chris Curry from Mary Knows Best of the Sci-Fi Network. Stick around, guys. Here on the Jackal's Head, only on the Soup Media. Network. Greetings, Earthlings. This is Captain Smell So Good of the Starship Smelly Prize with my international co-host, Sayonai. And when we're not soaring through the cosmos looking for alien chicks, we're hanging out in the nuttiest head on and off the internet. That is the Jackal's Head on Paranormal Soup Network. Are we ready to blast off? Ignition. Full track. Uh, uh, Recent uh. polls have shown a fifth of Americans can't locate the U.S. on a world map. Why do you think this is? I personally believe that U.S. Americans are unable to do so because some people out there in our nation don't have that. And uh, I believe that our ed education, like such as in South Africa and the uh, Iraq, everywhere, like such as, and I believe that they should, uh, our education over here in the U.S. should help the U.S., or should help South Africa, and 
should help the Iraq and the Asian countries that we will be able to build up our future. Where will you find a professional association of paranormal researchers? Paranexus.org. Where can you get research training, share data, and network with other researchers? Paranexus.org. Where will you find a set of international standards for paranormal research groups? Paranexus.org. Paranexus is a global professional association of progressive paranormal investigators, parapsychologists, cryptozoologists, ufologists, and psychically gifted individuals focused on understanding the human condition through the scientific study of paranormal and psychical phenomena. Paranexus.org. A place to learn, a place to share, a place to network, a place to come together. Join us now at Paranexus.org. Hello folks, Jamie Havoc and here to tell you about Unraveling the Secrets. Great show. In my opinion, the best here on Paranormal Soup Network. Unraveling the Secrets is hosted by Dennis Crenshaw and Rick Oz Osman. Check them out Saturday nights at midnight till 2 a.m. Sunday morning. They bring you expert guests and UFO news from around the world and beyond. They cover aliens, mind control, UFOs, cryptozoology, conspiracies, hidden history, alternative science, subterranean worlds, and other worlds. Remember, Saturday nights at midnight, only on ParanormalSoupNetwork.com. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Jamie Havigan here for gstreaming.com. I'm here to tell you about this fantastic audio streaming site, gstreaming. All plans are unlimited bandwidth. You can start for as little as $5 a month with 64-bit rate, 100 listener limit. You can go all the way up to 128-bit rate with 400 listeners with $25 a month. This is the best streaming provider on the internet for your radio show. I've been with G-Streaming for almost a year, and there has been no problems. I can't say a bad thing about them. Go to gstreaming.com, ask for Jim, and tell him Jamie from Florida UFO Radio sent you, and you will be handled right. For gstreaming.com, this is Jamie Havoc. You are listening to The Jackal's Head, only on Tenacity Radio and the Paranormal Super Network.
Yeah, and we're back live on the Jackal's Head here on the Soup Media Network. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. And we got Mr. Christopher Corey back on the line. The powers that be cannot keep him away from the Jackal's Head. He's back with us. Chris, welcome back, brother. (laughs) (laughs) And try as they might, the New World Order would never keep the guest away from the jackal said oh we're not gonna go down that road are we <laughs> yes we are oh, no. hey you said you're willing to go down any road <laughs> that's a whole other rabbit hole brother yes it yeah is. What, I, what i was gonna say uh you know about the show and the family it's 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 a it's a great show because it's like any typical family they they fight but at the end of the day they all get back together and uh, you know everything's cool of course you know the episode where you're cutting asparagus. That that there was. No, like... <laughs> there's, there's so much to that. I, I wanted to beat those guys down for that episode, because it, only because there was just so much you guys didn't see that yeah. led to that. Yeah. And, and it re- and it had nothing to do with my brother. And it was only the fact that I had finally been able to get an opportunity to spend a little time with my son. And that one second that I chose to utter the first word to my son, someone interjected. <laughs> and and it was like, would you please? You know, and and uh, and it was just, I guess, I'm just too expressive, right? Yeah, yeah. And the tattoo was cool, too. That was cool when you went and got your tattoo. I like hey, that. Uh, that was that was that was my most fun scene. But you guys didn't get to see the conversation I had with the tattoo artist. Oh man, this guy, he was really <laughs> hip with paranormal scene, and he oh, was really? asking me some. Yeah, he was asking me some great questions about aliens and time travel. Ah, nice. And <laughs> and I was like, who are you? Did they? Is this a you? Are you a plant? Because these. <laughs> because he was, he was just too good, and but he, you know, it was just a great conversation. It's a shame yeah. they. Come hey, out. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what. I have a friend of mine who owns a tattoo shop here in Miami, Florida, and I get my tattoos done from his shop. I have several tattoos myself, and everybody that I've met that works in the tattoo industry are into the paranormal and ufology. Oh, just yeah. about every one of them. Uh, at his shop, he has like three or four artists, and they're you know top artists. I mean, these guys are really good. They've worked on Pitbull. Uh, P. Diddy. I mean, they've worked on like celebrities at his shop, right. and every single one of these guys, you know, every time I go over, they know I do this show, and every time I go over, the topic turns into 2012, uh, the Anunnaki, uh, <laughs> you know, anything that has to do with UFOs that is new or relevant that everybody's talking about, they'll know it on the spot, and they'll right. just bring it up as, as yeah. soon as I walk in, which That's is pretty a great funny. Place I, I, to be. Yeah, it's it's an awesome hangout, and they do tattoos. You can't beat that. And you get yeah. to talk UFOs all day, you know, with these guys. But you know, I wanted to ask you before we lost you there uh, a couple minutes ago. My question, uh, you know, was for you because you said that your show is unscripted. You guys don't script anything. No. My question is: Does this give you a, a more of a greater appreciation now for reality shows? Because uh, you know, a lot of them are unscripted that we see on TV, and you know, just like your show. You the, truth. The, the truth is this: I don't watch TV, man. Neither yeah. do I. That's that's why I'm I don't, asking. I don't I don't I don't know, I don't know what else is on. Yep. Someone someone told me was it like a I hadn't watched TV in like four years. Wow. And then, oh wow. And then my mom said you you know Chris you know we're, you're going to be on a reality show you should like watch it I go why I mean like why should I watch them I'm just going to be me right it's real reality so <laughs> I'll just do that 
But I did watch that. I did watch one reality show, and then was like, "What the hell is this?" So I just turned the television. <laughs> <laughs> I, said, I can imagine better. Thank you. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna just put this out there. We're gonna open up the phone lines. If you have a question you'd like to ask uh, Christopher Corey, call on in 941-548-4291. 941-548-4291. If you didn't catch that, go to our. Uh, Live stream and chat at psn-radio.com. The numbers pasted up there. Um, Chris, yes, let's talk is. about some uh, upcoming stuff you have coming up. You have any uh, investigations, any conferences? I know we talked about the the Exeter conference, but you have any yeah. investigations coming up? Yes, thanks for asking. Um, this this coming weekend, I have an investigation with again Ron Millione. When we are looking into a place called the Patchett Homestead, it's in Montgomery, New York. And it is a former revolutionary period in and was also a, um, a funeral home at one time. And this place just when I first saw it in late was the late 90s, I, I just knew that I had to investigate this place with sight on just just because the energy alone was extraordinary. And I don't usually feel things in houses too much only about eight of the thousand investigations that i've been on I, i've proven valid and and hmm. you know and so i don't i don't just i go in very unbiased and this place just spooked the crap out of me and i went i went there and the closer i got to the house the more the more and more i became sick and i'm like what's going on over here and and actually, I got 20 feet to the house, and I actually vomited behind the tree in the house. In the house, I just wow. I couldn't get closer. And it was something that was something that was telling me get the hell away from this place. And I started taking photos in and on the round wherever I still felt like I can hold my meal. And I got I, I was able to come up with some captures. I got posted in my Facebook account. And just under it's under my fan page on the CC Corey. Go to investigations; you can see the pictures there. And I don't know; they are just different. And uh, the, some of them, they look, uh, you know, how you can interpret them the way you want. I don't put in, I don't put things in people's heads. But what I know is what I saw there. And they were the house was under reconstruction, and um, and I haven't been able to get to it until today when I'm able to access the best equipment and the best people. And when meeting with Ron Million was, it was like meeting a kindred spirit because see, I'm also a gadget guy too. I was, I was, I'm a guy who can build a laser. Just throw me some, give, just give me some, you know, <laughs> optics and a, and a, and some, a power source and some radiation. And I'm rocking. So, <laughs> And, you know, you put Ron and I in a room with Paranormal, and we're going to figure some stuff out, you know? Yeah. And, and uh... Jackal... And, but it's not... It's, excuse me? No, I was going to say, Jackal don't know, but uh, Ron actually has a show over at PTN. Oh, yes, he does. Oh, I was... I was really. I, that's how I met him. I was... We had... He interviewed me for his uh, television show on PTN. Yep, Jackal had oh, one there for know. a year. Did well, you? Not not a full year, but close to a Almost, year. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah we just stopped doing we just stopped doing the show uh, a little while ago. We just stopped doing it to you know since we started our own network here, and uh, we're going to be doing all our stuff strictly on our network here, the Soup Media Network, as a like. 
Got to consolidate, down, right? Say the name. Yes. Yep. <laughs> I hear you. But yeah, I hear but yeah, you know, it, it's a fun. That's a fun place over there, but you know we got to uh, build this place up. So we came over yeah. here, but that's cool. I didn't know he had a show over there. I had yeah, no clue. Yeah. Now, um, Chris, did you you have any books out? Have you ever written a book, well, or yes, have you I thought have, about it? The, no, to tell you the truth, I do. I have several books that I've written, but I've been uh, I've been published any. I've been I've been a squirrel uh, gathering my nuts, as as they say. <laughs> you know, that's a lot of nuts. Um, I, I, I have a. I, I write movies. I write plays, movies, books, uh, TV, TV, you know, uh, TV shows, series. I uh-huh. I write it all, and and just now I'm really getting into the game. And people are saying, hey, there's a guy Chris Corey out there, and he can actually write. So uh, so now life is getting interesting. That's cool. Any plans uh, to maybe get some uh, I don't know documentaries together and do some stuff outside of the show by yourself? Oh, absolutely. I'm looking to do that right away. And it's not just that. I'm looking to do some survivalist series. And nice. um yeah, well they're just I used to, I what I what I what, before the show happened, I was upstate New York and I had 7 acres and most of it I farmed. And I and I got back to nature and I learned who I was as a man again. And I and I and I beat MS. And uh and by wow. beating MS, I also learned how to be a survivalist and to take care of myself and I taught my kids to do the same and I want to teach to as many people as I can you know yeah you no, definitely get they are saying uh, they are saying that you are the standout character on the show here so you, you might have a spin-off series and uh, maybe you know blow up and become a big superstar with this idea. well you know I can only I can only <laughs> hope for for good things and I can but I can definitely tell you that I'll be ready because I've been ready my whole life. Just don't become like Snooky. That's all I got to ask you, sir. Just oh God, no! Are you kidding me? Man? Oh, even TV. he knows Snooky. <laughs> oh, I, 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 he doesn't I, even watch I, TV. I, I occasionally go to. I do occasionally go to the po- to the New York Post just in case someone's making fun of me over there, and and uh, so I do. I get to read about you know that that girl is what's going on with that chick. I don't, I don't know. know. She's, uh, I. Drugs are bad. Drugs it's are bad, just man. That's TV, what I man. Get Cocaine's over. hell of a drug. <laughs> yes, it is. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Just don't yeah, no, go that no, route. No, <laughs> no, okay. you're kidding me. I'm, I'm, I'm. A, that's why I came in grounded. That's why I yeah. have a, a foundation. I'm a dad, you know, that's and good. and I'm that's a dad good. who's getting to fulfill his dreams to do everything he ever wanted. That, and yeah. So that's, and I keep that as my. That's that's how I go to sleep at night, man. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. You definitely have great kids. They seem very grounded, and you know they they really look up to you. And I I, I take your whole you know personality as like a naturalist guy. Like yeah. you know uh, that's yeah. That's, he, come off, he comes off very natural, uh, just a, like the average person, like you know average down earth person. Yeah, but he also really very connected to the earth and naturally. Um, do you remember the well, first I'm, time you you were recognized in public from the show? Oh boy, yeah. Um, th- that was the day. Th- it was the was the day after the first episode, and I was on Long Island, and and I used to like going to one bagel shop in the morning or a bakery, and I would just chill out there and, and just drink my coffee and, and you know play on my iPhone for a while, and then I wasn't I couldn't do that anymore. So. For me, once is enough. <laughs> so I, I headed, I headed straight back upstate, you know, into the into the woods where, 
where the where the trees don't care. Yeah, that that's got to be weird, you know, going be able yeah. to, to just walk through a crowd every day like normal people, and then the next day have people say, "Oh my God, can I get your autograph?" And you know what the yeah. the, the funny part the funny part is that I I, I always. I try to have fun with it, and I, yeah, and I, I would I'm, too. I'm always smiling, I'm always laughing, and and I'm and I'm just remembering that this doesn't happen to everybody. Yeah. So, enjoy it and have yeah. fun, and and bring and bring some smiles to people's faces. I'd be going out with a beard on and a uh, hat turned yeah. sideways. Totally he, said, he says he says that now, but if he becomes as big as like Tiger Woods or something, he's going to say the opposite. <laughs> so enjoy it while you can now, my friend. Well, there's only a couple people coming up to you asking for autographs. Uh, well, yeah. Well, you know what? I'm 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 still, I'm still going to prefer the woods. I'm going to tell you that. That's why I'm that's why I'm building the mother trees in the woods where. No one's going to be able to come in unless I want you in. Yeah, that's another thing I want to talk about is uh, uh, tell us about, you know, I know other people like my good friend Bob. Uh, he keeps supplies packed in his backpack in his car. And you do the same thing, don't you? Yeah, I do. I, it's called a bug out bag, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm sure everyone uses the same term, man. But it's it's not it's not uh, it's it's not for it, to me it's I'm a I'm a ready they 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 put it off differently, I'm a ready prepared dad, I you know I I'm in this game to win it and and I and when you live a, a conscious life and you're aware of everything around you, you I like to be prepared for everything and and that means sometimes I gotta I gotta be a, a doctor for my kids or I gotta you know you gotta help a family in need you you know I'm I try to be ready for anything, and. Um, and, 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 you know, when someone can tell me there's something wrong with that, then, you know, but then, then they can start questioning. Hey, Chris, and, uh, are your kids uh, showing any signs of being intuitive themselves? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, really? my, bo both of my boys, Thomas and Taylor, are both very intuitive. Taylor sees them all the time, but he's, he's, a, uh, he's very calm about it because I, 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 you know, I taught these kids how to be paranormal investigators from the time they can breathe. Hmm. So, so Taylor would just, you know, he'll come to me and says, you know, Hey dad, there was this guy who came to me and, uh, he, he, he was trying to say something, but he really couldn't. So I just said, just be patient with him. He'll, he'll, he'll eventually get to it. He's just getting used to being able to talk to somebody. And, huh. and, uh, so, you know, we have those conversations and, and you know we test our telepathy with each other all the time, and it, that's always fun. Let me ask you a question: uh, What was his reaction the first time he saw an entity? Oh, he was scared crap like any other kid, you know. <laughs> I mean, wasn't he kind of used to it? You know, having you, you know, see these things. Well, yeah, himself? he he, he, did, get, he, you know, he did get more. He did get more used to it as time went on, and now he's to the point where he, you know, it's he's very flippant about it. But, you know, he, they were, he would just, as, as time progressed, he would say, Dad, go get the camera. Go get the camera. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, no, Taylor, that's not what that's there for. I, I said, we don't, I don't, to me, it's, it's kind of like taking pictures at a circus, you know. And yeah. because that paranormal is my life. And, and, and I truly live that. I understand that I'm a multidimensional creature, just like they are. 
whomever they are are. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Well, let me and, let me and, ask you for your for your input on that exactly because that's a question that I had for Randall Keller, uh, who was on my show a couple of weeks ago, a few weeks ago, and I asked him a question if he thought that a lot of the EVPs that he was getting uh, were really either dead people or if they might have been, you know, maybe communications from another dimension, not so much the dead, but another dimension. Do you think that's a possibility? The dead are another dimension, though. Do you think that's another possibility that once we die, we yeah, go into absolutely. another dimension? Absolutely. The, it... the problem I think we're having here is that where everyone, we're all, we're, when we talk about dimensions and, uh, you know, nine or three or four or, or right. 15 or layers of 15, and then, man, that's all nonsense. It's when we talk about the multi, the multi verse, multiversal plot, yes. it means anything <laughs> and everything can and will happen. Everything That's and correct, anything, yeah. meaning that there's, there's, oh, there's uncountable, is in infinite dimensions available. And it's a matter of us learning how to tune into the right frequency, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, that is true. So how about, that is true. Beyond, how about we get beyond the, the nonsense and the mundane of looking at this, of the paranormal and say, now, okay, what do we do with this info? Yeah. I ever, uh, I was going to... Ever have a chance to get down to the Pine Barrens and do some Jersey Devil investigating? Oh yeah, that's been fun. It, it was very fruitless though, but um, you have you always have fun, just like with the Bigfoot the Bigfoot encounters. I actually I actually started um, I would I would I would I would have play games with my neighbors upstate, and uh, and you know when you live in a small town, you know the word travels fast. You oh know? yeah. And I would I would live in this I lived in this little town called Westerlo, and I'd go to the deli in the morning, and they had only place that had bagels and coffee, and and the night before I would be practicing my my Bigfoot call, and I had my son with me, you know I'm like Taylor, okay now you call for a, a junior Bigfoot, you know just playing around, you know, <laughs> and and the, and then the neighbor the neighbor would come in and say. You, you know, he would he would talk all conspiratorially to the to the clerk behind the counter and say, "You wouldn't believe what I heard out in the field." <laughs> and and uh, my and my son, who's next to me, can barely hold himself from breathing, you know, because he knows what we were doing, you know. And uh, but those, yeah, we have some great, you know, Bigfoot adventures out there. But it's you, man, we're we're looking in the wrong place because we're looking where it's. These these are also multi-dimensional creatures, whatever yeah. these things are, and if they don't, they haven't been seen because they don't want to. Yeah, do you, do you, so you believe definitely that Bigfoot is a real living creature. There's really a race of Bigfoot. If if someone has seen it, then it exists, doesn't it? Yeah, not necessarily. Not necessarily. So, uh, it could have been a hoaxer. Consider their perspective. Yeah, in their well, mind, it exists. I mean, maybe right, not exactly. to reality, everybody. Reality is only that which is in front of us. Hmm. I don't know, man. I, I remember uh, the guys who had the Bigfoot in the fro the frozen Bigfoot frozen. in the uh, fridge. Yeah, that was uh, that, wa that wasn't very real, and that was their perspective, and it was a, a dummy. Uh, honestly, I personally, I don't believe I don't believe in Bigfoot. The whole you know Bigfoot lore. Myself, I'm not a believer of. The Sasquatch phenomenon. I, I think it's just a bunch of uh, people who may have seen a bear at one point and mistook it for something else. They didn't know any better. And then eventually somebody caught on and made, you know, that video, the famous 
video of the Bigfoot walking in the woods, which everybody knows now is a fake. You know, they've come out and oh, said yeah. it was a hoaxed video. So, I mean, other than that, there's really no credible evidence whatsoever there's, that Bigfoot exists, other than people's, you know, with, with stories that can't be backed up, refuted, you know, or proven I'm gonna in any way. For the record, for the record, I'm going to tell you straight up, all kidding aside, because a lot of times I can be very um, jovial in these matters because it's it's fun to me. I love it. Yeah. But... In all, in all matters, and that's all-encompassing, I don't believe or disbelieve anything. Yeah, yeah. That's why me and Jack will work hmm. good together. He's more the skeptic, disbeliever type guy. You got to show me. And I'm not, the kind of so guy. Much, uh, well, well, not so much a skeptic, disbeliever. I'm just more of a hard facts. I look exactly. at all the facts, and I dissect the facts. And then when I see what the, you know, the thing is, you know, I make my determination at that point. Yeah. I don't just debunk anything right off the bat, and I've looked at a lot of stuff, you know, concerning Bigfoot over the last, you know, decade and a half. Uh, because at one point I was into Bigfoot when Harry and the Hendersons was out in the '80s, guys. I was a big fan. That was an excellent TV series. Loved the movie. I became a Bigfoot fan. I was like, man, maybe there's big guys that are hairy like Chewbacca walking around in the woods somewhere, and we just don't know it. So I got into the whole Bigfoot thing for a while, and then I started doing my homework and. You know, it just. Uh, uh, I didn't. It, I didn't know the past. So you lost your childhood hero. <laughs> kind of. Well, I still have Alf, so I'm okay. I didn't know uh-huh. the. I, didn't, <laughs> I love Alf. Yeah, I love Alf too. I just. I never knew that the Patterson footage was uh, debunked. Yeah, look it up on uh, online. Is uh, debunked several times. Sometimes, sometimes we 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 get so caught up in that whole act of debunking, it's like okay, so okay, so you. have Disproven this person and destroyed their lives. How do you feel? You know, and, pretty good and, actually. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, no, no, I get no, I get that, I get it. But, but there's a certain ambivalence in, in. But I also understand the scientific because I'm like, I may have grown up in a paranormal family, mm-hmm. but I, I really have a problem with psychics, and it's nothing to do with being valid or not, because my mother is one of the best in the world. I've seen it. Up close, I vouch for it. Everything in my soul tells you that it's honest. But we do not. I don't like the whole idea of psychics. I why don't why I people shouldn't have to ask anybody else what they should think or why they should think or what their plan should be in life. We are the masters of our own reality. We decide. I completely agree with that. But uh, at the same time, you gotta you. you and while I don't discount that uh, people might have psychic abilities, I really don't because I believe in the supernatural. I believe in you know life after death in a sense. Uh, even though I don't think it's exactly the way we think it is, I think it's a little bit more uh, crazier than we think, believe it or not. Uh, and actually the whole part of it being another dimension makes perfect sense. In, in a nutshell, it does. Uh, that, I think you know, we're, we're having our biggest problem. I'm sorry to interject, but the, um, this, the, this is the problem I think is the biggest thing. We ha- we have terminologies that really just yep. we're forgetting these are just words. These are just yes. words that have been changed and, and and given new labels over years upon years. What is the the basis behind those words? That's right. what we're trying to get at, right? Well, yeah, but where I'm going with this also is at the same time, you know, while I be- I'm a believer in a lot of things, and I'm definitely not a debunker, but I am a little skeptical on, you know, a couple things. I think it is healthy, though, to be able to go at some people who present evidence that is, you know, fictional in, 
you can, if you can debunk it and prove it to be false, that's actually a good thing because it eliminates the BS from the paranormal. It eliminates another hoaxer. Yes. And, you know, it helps get the truth out to the people, which I think is very important. And uh, that, I think, is the key to making really to making the, this more of a serious thing because the paranormal is always going to be laughed at by certain people unless, you know, the hoaxers are taken out of it completely, I think. Yeah, well, you know what? That remember, it, 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 everything works both ways. I get you completely, and I agree with you completely in that regard. But remember, debunking is only one perspective. And when you, when I, I judge nothing. I judge no one. I accept things for what they are to me at that particular time. And and it's e it makes life a lot easier, man. Let me tell you what. <laughs> and. It's, a lot less war stuff, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, you know, it makes things easier. And and when you're dealing with the paranormal and all this other stuff, man, it just I try to get over all the all the craziness and just try to get to how am I supposed to what am I what am I here to do and how do I and how do I use what the talents that I've been given to to accomplish those goals. And let me ask you, do you think everybody possesses intuitive skills? Do you think anybody could learn how to be intuitive? That's my job. And I, 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 can, I, will, I can guarantee you that we all have the ability. Every single one of us has yeah. it. It's innate in all of us. It's just a tool that has not been sharpened in a long, long time. I agree. Now, do you think that... Do you think that might be the next evolution of man that we become more intuitive and we get more? Well, it is the only our spiritual man that's left. Our spiritual selves, we get more in tune with it. Yes, absolutely. It is our yeah. final manifest destiny. Now, do you think that has anything to do with 2012? Well, <laughs> what about 2012? Well, you know, you said you wanted to go anywhere, and you're willing to go anywhere. Let me ask you, do you think 2012, since a lot of people think it might be the end of the world, it might be the end of an era or an age, uh, I personally think it's going to be more of a spiritual thing. Do you think it might be more of a spiritual awakening than anything else? Yeah. You know, I actually, I, I am, um, I, I think it's, oh, this, this is going to be a lot, there's a lot of different things that will occur in this time. There are certain physics that are in place that are that will state that a coronal mass ejection that that is due every sixty thousand years will will occur during that time. Yes, that's that is stated, and it will be the the largest coronal mass ejection known to you know as we've been able to judge so far. So as far as that's concerned, yes, I believe that we're going to experience some uncomfortableness for a while, but it does not mean that we cannot. We cannot look to evolve as human beings now so we can truly see how far we can progress. Hey, we guys. Have to see we, we, got a, we got a caller. Oh, uh, Chris, hold on a second. We have a caller in the line here. Caller, welcome to the uh, Jackal's Head. For a while. But First, you got to turn off the radio, radio caller. Caller, caller. Radio. Oh, we Radio's got to go off, awesome, Come on. Okay. Yeah, five seconds. Four seconds. Three seconds. Two seconds. Doesn't take that long to turn the radio down. She's got it off. There we go. All right. Now, what's your name, dear? Hi, Marlene. How you doing? Little Welcome half -wing. to the show. Little Halfwing, how you doing? 
again. <laughs> Welcome to the show. You got a question um, for uh, Chris Corey here? Yes, I, I do. Chit-chat for I have, um, <laughs> I have tried to speak to him a little bit, and I think we did that, and I explained a little of my story to him. Um, when I was a child, I saw a UFO. Well, actually, I didn't see a UFO. I saw a flying saucer at the bank wow. with my dad and um, my brother. My sister says that she was there, but I don't remember her being there. Um, I mean, everyone got out of their cars, walked up to this thing. Just, it was amazing. I mean, I have my story written down. Um, then years later, okay, we, my father died a couple of years after that. We never really talked about it after that day. We, my, we spoke to my mom all excited when we got home about it, and my dad called the police, and he did report it, and he um, got that they had gotten calls already, and he looked in the paper the next day, and there was a little tiny block article saying that it was a blimp going to or coming from Lakehurst, um, and it wasn't a no blimp. I mean, my dad was a in the army. I mean, he didn't graduate, but he was in the army and read constantly popular science, popular mecha mechanics back then. Um, he died in 77 at age 44. So I was 14 then. Now, years later, it was like we never talked about it again. Years later, when we were driving age, my brother and I, we went out and um, we were out in Elmer, New Jersey, very dark, like um, farmland. So we uh, see a light, and he wants to, he's driving, he wants to follow it. And I'm like, no, 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 you know, just go. And he, of course, follows it. Well, the next thing you know, it's chasing us. But I had no memory of this until years later after that when he started having dreams and was telling me about it. And I had already had my kids then, had a family. Um, and I'm, like, getting a little upset because he wouldn't tell me what, you know, I'm having these dreams, but they seem like they're real. Hmm. So then uh, when he's telling me what his experiences are, I'm getting little snippets of memory. And they're totally different from what he's telling me. And he's saying that he was held down on a table like by being brought down something on his chest and that um, he grabbed something, he squeezed out of there, he grabbed something and went after these beings, which I never remember seeing beings, ever. But, um, I mean, I could go on and tell you the whole story, but I, I would love to have been hypnotized along with him, like maybe get us in a room separate and... You know, see, I don't know anything about it, but I mean, my brother's like, well, that could be dangerous. So what is your take on the danger on that? There, the, only, the only danger that I see there is your willingness to open yourself up to whatever exists beyond the veil. Yep. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that. It means well, that... Elaborate a little bit. Okay, uh, what I meant, but I'm sorry if I'm a little cryptic. And what I meant was, if what if, if what you re what if if what is revealed under hypnosis is not to your liking, 
you may not mm-hmm. you may not be to deal with it as well you know and you have to think of your okay. your um you have to think of your uh, psychological standpoint afterwards because yeah. it's, it's, you will you will experience emotional snow globe as you will you know yeah. so you, yeah, but you isn't that better than uh, not knowing that's killing me not knowing is killing me it's killing me well i would suggest I want, you know why don't you try it out? And I'm and I'm really I'm really thankful you called in. Thanks a lot, guys. Mm-hmm. Yep, no problem. That I you know what I haven't experienced where I see an apparition, but I but I have experienced when I as soon as I meet someone, even for the first time, I'll know I'll know what their name is. I'll know their whole name. I'll know their family before they even say a word, and then it just gets validated through the conversation. But I never ever ever lead people on, and I never ever. It tried to divulge or give any of that because it's, I it, that's not that's my mom's job, not mine. So, what tips could you give anybody who might want to, you know, learn how to kind of well, become I, more intuitive? The tips that I can, what I do teach people is, is to learn how to steal your mind to the point where you open up everything. Learn how to meditate with every action that you did each day. Learn how to see what you do as you do it. Experience life on purpose. And then all of a sudden, you will experience the synchronicities every minute, and then just learn to just take them for granted, even because you just you live by them, and then you take, and you're able to progress as a spiritual being the way we were intended. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Just I just want to know, uh, let all the listeners, and especially uh, we're going to get thousands of archive hits. Uh, where can people find you? Do you do you have a website or any place? I have two. I have several websites. I have um. My primary, which is ChristopherCorey.com, and that's pretty much just a portal to other stuff. And where I, my other basic me- uh, website is MotherTreeFoundation.com, and that's where I'm going to be, you know, put, posting my future seminars and whatnot. Hi, Dennis Crenshaw here. And I'm Rick Osman, and we're the hosts of Unraveling the Secrets, which airs every Saturday at midnight Eastern, 9 p.m. Pacific time. And Unraveling the Secret Special Edition, which comes to you the second Sunday of every month at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. And Dennis, I'm proud to be working with you here in our second year together as co-host because you're one of the world's leading investigators into the subterranean realm's mysteries. And Rick, it's a pleasure for me too because you are one of the leading experts on pre-Columbus contacts in the history of ancient America. And our researchers dovetail finally but that's not all we look at here at Unraveling Secrets, is it, Rick? Oh, no, not even close. We also check out UFOs and abductions, cryptozoology, mythical creatures, hidden history, lost worlds and vanished civilizations, conspiracies, and, of course, the nefarious deeds of the controllers. Actually, everyone loves secrets, and the world is full of them, no matter what the subject. If it interests our viewers and listeners, we will work towards unraveling the secrets. And that's every Saturday at midnight Eastern Time over the peoplestvnetwork.com and simulcast over blogtalkradio.com. And don't forget our monthly Unraveling the Secret special edition available every second Sunday of the month at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time. See you there. You betcha.
Where will you find a professional association of paranormal researchers? Paranexus.org. Where can you get research training, share data, and network with other researchers? Paranexus.org. Where will you find a set of international standards for paranormal research groups? Paranexus.org. Paranexus is a global professional association of progressive paranormal investigators, parapsychologists, cryptozoologists, ufologists, and psychically gifted individuals focused on understanding the human condition through the scientific study of paranormal and psychical phenomena. Paranexus.org. A place to learn, a place to share, a place to network, a place to come together. Join us now at Paranexus.org. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you and Anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Hello all, Jamie Havikin from Inception Radio. Come check us out. Inception Radio goes live right here on the Paranormal Soup Network every Tuesday and Friday at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific Time as we cover all topics, including the paranormal and ufology. We open the doors on Inception Radio and welcome all different types of guests from around the world. And when I say the world, I mean the world. Inception Radio, right here on the Paranormal Soup Network, Tuesdays and Fridays at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Also remember, we have Florida UFOs, UFO-related news every day but Sunday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time on the Paranormal Soup Network as well. And remember, folks, keep your eyes on the sky. I'll see you next time. Take care. Hi, this is Randall Keller, author of Voices from Forever, and now I'm a voice inside the jackal tent. My name is Kevin D. Randall, retired lieutenant colonel, and I am now a voice inside the jackal's head. This is Paul Dale Roberts, and I'm a 14 investigator, and guess what? I'm in the jackal's head. This is Andrew Pierre, and now I am a voice in the jackal's head. I am Sherry Whitfield, and now I'm a voice inside the jackal's head. <laughs> Greetings, Earthlings. This is Captain Smell So Good of the Starship Smelly Prize with my international co-host, Sayadai. And when we're not soaring through the cosmos looking for alien chicks, we're hanging out in the nuttiest head on and off the internet. That is the Jackal's Head on ParanormalSoupNetwork.com. Is the world coming to an end in 2012? Have aliens visited the Earth? Do ghosts haunt the living? Is time travel possible? Is there a government conspiracy to keep the dark truth hidden? Former Yahoo executive and lifelong student of the secret and suppressed Jesse Randolph asks the tough questions to bridge the gap between corporate America and new science. There are astronauts, and then there are euphonauts. Join Jesse Randolph in the truth journey. Saturday night, 9 to 10 on KPAM 860. Imagine no longer being tied down to your computer, but having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. TalkStream Live introduces our first ever iPhone application. The talk shows you follow now follow you. 
And your iPhone is now the fastest and easiest way to stay connected to the best talk radio on the Internet. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Mobile talk radio from TalkStream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. Welcome. Come check out Future Theater Radio, hosted by the wonderful Bill and Nancy Burns. If the name sounds familiar, that's because Bill Burns was the host of UFO Hunters on the History Channel, and Nancy Burns runs UFO Magazine at ufomag.com. They started up a new show called Future Theater. And I gotta say, they are doing some amazing shows there. Fantastic interviews and just great information that they are getting out to the people. Their shows air live every Saturday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time. And you can tune in by going to futuretheater.com. All their past shows are there in the archives, so you got some catching up to do. Future Theater Radio is going to be the next big thing in paranormal and UFO radio. Don't miss out on this great opportunity to be with them from the start. I'm Jamie Havikin for Future Theater Radio. Take care and keep your eyes on the sky. You are about to enter a new dimension in sound. Raise your hands up You are listening to. There's one secret question you can't ask. If they know the answer to this question, then they're definitely aliens. They have to tell you in detail what these ingredients are for the secret sauce in the Gordita Crunch yeah. at Taco Bell. Yeah. Only the aliens and the folks at Taco Bell know the secret ingredients for the secret sauce on the Gordita Crunch. The Jackal and his co-host. There is a way to test if these are real aliens. Next time it happens, ask them to give you something to prove that they know something that's not out yet, like... Stan Romanek, they gave him uh, mathematical equations and elements that weren't discovered for a couple of years. Ask them to tell you something that's going to be developed next year, and uh, if it comes true, then they really are aliens. If not, then you're probably having sleep paralysis. If you wake up and you're in bed, then and, and you're probably sleep paralysis. Jamie Havikin, and now we're coming for all of you. Vibration. 
I'm Jeremiah Greer from Shadows in the Dark Radio, and I am now a voice inside the Jackal Pen. Stephen Jacobson, and I'm now a voice in the Jackal's head. Get ready for a lot of fun and excitement. Yo, what's up? It's your boy Ben C from Mothug Family, and I am now a voice inside the head of the jackal.
y'all go to cncntf.com and sign up you know what i'm saying it's free it's a community it's the fan family you know it's having members on there you can build your own site pictures upload music you know we can all really kick and have a good time you know what i mean you get to give me the first to give me information on what's going on with the family and myself
Don't you ever think that you're unworthy 